Today is Thursday, December 6th. It's really going to expose my uneducated mess of a mind that I oh, have in dude. sports. Man, you were, you were shooting here, and you would hit, like, here. Am I just a dumbass? Which, you know, is very possible and actually might be a real thing. Your wrist position in neutral is actually not straight. Your wrist position in neutral is at a 15 to 20 degree incline. How close was your relationship with Campbell? He's personable. He's definitely a player's coach. It's weird that, like, someone would break up with you when uh, there was so much chaos. Oh! <laughs> Are you got proposing it. childbirth microtransactions? <laughs> All right. So let me tell you about the reproductive system. If the first thing that you notice during someone's orgasm is the smell. There's <laughs> some questions that need to be asked. Untitled After Dark. Hello, 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 hello. We are late today. That's my bad. I've been slammed with work today. Um, there's a missing... Uh, there's something missing at the bottom of the screen, and you'll see there's just an empty chair and a couch. Luckily, you didn't hear what we heard uh, during the intro, and it's just random yelling uh, while somebody was taking a piss, I assume. Uh, was that right? He was going to take a Who said? He's that really... <laughs> that Yo, really... I need that I need that sound bit on my GoXLR. That one... <laughs> That just happened. That's just gonna go on Spotify. You're gonna hear the flushing mm. sound on That's Spotify when this goes. No way, we're not live, are we? We're live. Yeah, we are live. Is this dude? I, wait, hold on. How the fuck long is our intro? It's not like long, four minutes. Oh, uh, four minutes. I did not piss for four minutes. What the fuck? You were gone for I don't know. Four minutes. I don't know how long you're gone for, but anyway, this is Jesus. This is episode 34 of the Underqualified Podcast. Today we have NFL tight end Dylan Saner and former Iowa State uh, tight end Fiesta Bowl. Sorry, sorry, I got to make sure, got to get her hit our boys up. PlayStation Fiesta Bowl champion Dylan Saner, and he's also uh, a local celebrity on uh, Hulu and the Disney Plus bundle um, commercial. Uh, he's joining us today. ESPN Plus. They technically put him on ESPN Plus despite being a primetime ABC game. I didn't know exactly the commercial. I apologize. I just noticed the Disney Plus Hulu. It was it was all three bundle, whatever it's called. But anyway, um, regardless of that, welcome back, Skidap. Thank you, the Circle Herc, for filling in for. Um, I don't remember. Was it both of us? I can't remember. These these past few weeks have been. No, he all didn't fill in for me. you because you decided, nah, man, I'm going to be the only fucking host. <laughs> I can't remember actually what happened. Uh, I know we took a week off one time because we were both busy, uh, but now yeah, we're we back. We took a week off. Circle Herc filled in for me. Uh, I'm back. I've been on a personal journey. Um, I am proud to say that I still support uh, PFT commentator and Arian Foster in macrodosing, despite the uh, recent allegations against barstool sports because dave portnoy apparently is barstool um i would also like to say that dijon mustard is not as good as uh you know homegrown plain mustard i i also noticed that dylan just put up a horns down logo on on his or overlay backwards uh, whatever uh, background sorry background on i notice 
I appreciate my monkey, my monkey friend and my prostitute friend. <laughs> I, yes. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I love having a good prostitute friend. Actually, I have to ask you, Dylan. Uh, so, I guess we're just uh, let's fill up the Frank with this. Let's just jump right into it. Let's just jump into it. Whatever it is. Um, I don't know if you saw that video or supposed video. I don't know how tr- how legitimate this was of the uh, Texas D line or defensive coach. Oh, dude, that's that's so true. I gotta ask you one. I gotta ask you two questions. One, do you think that's real? And two, did were you ever chewed out that hard by your own offensive coach? Uh, one, it's definitely real. Two, it happened to us. Three, ironically enough, happened to us when we played Texas. <laughs> was that the uh, 2017 game? Yeah. Okay, that was uh, Mr. Jake. Dude, Park's there's last game. no way. Was it the O line? No, no. Coach? no. Not 2017. Uh, okay, I was year, about to say the year the year we lost in Austin that would have put us in the big. Oh, 18. Game. 2018. Yeah. 18. I was about to say there's no way that 2017 that was a thing because that, that was, was like the, it was literally that was like the fifth game of the year. It was literally the same exact. Like if someone had a video, it would have been identical. Like we were on the bus, people were like just talking and shit, laughing, you know, about a video or whatever the hell. Uh. And we had a coach just blow up on us for having a good time after getting our ass beat. I so here's the thing, right? I side with both the players and the coach because the coach's job is to win. Yeah, he's not win, in the wrong. People that are like mm-hmm. mad at the coach are dumb because oh yeah, that's his livelihood. Like his, he feeds his family that way. So. For him to not take it seriously and for people to just be like laughing and stuff is, I mean. But for the players also, you guys are fucking kids. Dylan, how old are you? I actually just turned 24 two days ago. Hey, happy birthday. Thanks, dog. Yeah, fun fact. I'm 22. We're two years apart. I'm still in college. Last I checked, I had a fucking fry bucket hat, dude. (laughs) This is shit that I would be willing to spend money on. Would you be willing to spend money on this? You probably. I light it on fire all the time. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're willing to spend money on this for any reason, I'd I'd be willing. I'd be willing to give you the benefit of the doubt of any immature mistake, including laughing after getting your ass kicked. Yeah, like that shit pisses me off. I'm now older. Then I don't know how many college football players. I used to be pissed back when I was in high school at college football players not being like distraught after a loss. And I think that's fair, personally. You know, when you're younger and you don't understand like where they're at in life, I feel like it's fair to be all like, yo, dude, you need to be like in it right now, man. But being where I'm at, uh, I literally lost a chunk of hair today at work. Lost a chunk of hair today at work. Entirely my coworker's fault. In a week, I'm going to be laughing about it. I'm not laughing about it today because that fucking hurts. It still hurts. <laughs> no, I kind of like, wonder though. I'll it... be laughing about it because I'm 20 fucking two. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to grow the hair back. This shit's a fucking game at the end of the day. Like, I have... 112 years left of my life 
I'm a little bit confused on on, on what your what your statement or point is because you're saying that you will like you're kind of comparing this to to who are you compare this to to the students or the defensive line coach for 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 chewing them out like are you saying that the the or defensive coach they're both in the right no they're both they're both in the right yeah but my coach hundred percent should have chewed them out and whatever he's and like I heard what he said hundred percent true. That's like they, right. sh- they they should be embarrassed for losing to Iowa State, yeah. but also the pl- the players are fine. They're kids. Well, then people are so people are mad because he's like cursing at them and stuff. Like mm. that's completely justified in my opinion. But my, I'm trying to ask for clarification for you, Skidap. Are you saying mm. that the defensive coach will laugh about this later on, like in the week afterwards, or just the players? I'm confused. Oh, he won't. This is his yeah. livelihood. The players will probably laugh about it eventually. I'm sure that they'll laugh about moments that happen in the game. You know, Bijan Robinson having two fumbles. I'm sure that in two years when he's the top running back in the conference, they'll laugh about it. Let's be honest. I'm, first I'm sure that he's not declaring next year. So, I have two points. The first one is they probably laughed about it as soon as they got home because that's what we did. And we no, laughed about fair, it for fair. the next week and for the next two weeks. Like it was, we still like if I called the guys in that bus, we would still laugh about it. So like people think that like, oh, this is hurting the kids. No, they 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 probably thought that was hilarious. Like not in the moment, they were like, ah, we'll shut up. But when, afterwards, they thought it was hilarious. No, that's um, fair. Because like get you that. you have a like you're a lot closer to these coaches than what people think, I guess. And well, how, see, how often did you say that you talked to Manning? Oh, I talk to him a lot, him and Mouse all the time. Campbell, I still talk to Campbell a lot too. So, like, you build these relationships. And mm. I mean, Texas might be different. Their culture is not as good as not ours. Five but star? It's not, it's not five star. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other point about like the cursing and stuff, like, that's just like the society that we're kind of in now is, is pretty soft, I feel like. And hey, Dylan, say fuck. <laughs> good that's so that's like <laughs> the point is it's not it's not as unheard of as people think like that like it what he said in that scenario maybe not with that tone of voice but like that sort of diction happens more like more often than people would probably think like in a normal work day i guess you can't call it a work day because they're student athletes but um I mean, it's just the way, it's just like, it's just the trade, you know, like yeah. construction workers, like they curse a lot. That's it's football players and coaches. This It's the same thing. Dude, you'll see Campbell mouthing off cuss words on camera. He'll never say oh, it in yeah. a press conference, but he'll, he'll mouth it out. And in slow motion, cutting, it's always cutting into the commercial break in slow motion. It's like, what the fuck are you? Doing. <laughs> Wasn't there also a video of him after the Fiesta Bowl um, leaked by Brees Hall or something like that? Of I don't, I don't, I never saw the video. I don't know exactly what was going on. So Campbell's yeah. cussed before, but like I don't know. I, I I'm with you, Skidap. I'm actually with both of you guys here. I understand both sides, like especially the defense. I think both. I think the defensive coach was it. The, who was it? The defensive coach coordinator. Who was uh, it? Defensive line coach. Defensive the D line coach. Defensive coach. Was it the coach that coaches defense? Dude, no, defensive not. line coach. It's, it's been a while since I played football, and that we only had like four coaches on my team. So 
Um, but so I don't know actually who all the coaches are. Anyway, um, the D line coach, he's fully in the right. I think he is because goddamn, like the media and everybody, everybody, everybody's on Texas. Even probably the boosters are on Texas's ass. That really is his job. And to see how far Texas has fallen, I mean, that, and then to be under that amount of stress and then have the kids do that, I, it, I could see it setting him off. And the whole people saying that he shouldn't have cussed him. Dude, I was cussed at in seventh grade in middle school uh, football. So, like, get over it. I mean, you got kids that are cussing in, like, elementary school, too. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. shit. No, you want to hear stories about kids cussing in elementary you school? You have plenty of them. I fucking got you, dude. But I, I, I just want a bitch today. Yeah, I, I wanted to just hear Dylan's take on this because he was he's oh, he's there. He okay. has the experience. I I've never you didn't been want around. to hear stories about elementary schoolers cussing. All right, I get it. All right, all right, okay. Maybe we'll I get, get it. To, Jesus, Jason. I'm just I'm just trying to say here, like, hey, I wanted to get Dylan's perspective because I've never been around a football team. The closest team that the closest college team that I've been to been around to was a volleyball team. And that was a lot closer than I would have liked to be. Really, why the fuck did they give us a tour of their volleyball locker room while they were changing? That was fucked. Well, that up. was fun. As, that was that was that was sick as fuck. That was fucked up. I, okay, so so Dylan, you you played in 2017, right? Yeah, I did. <laughs> well, you were on the team in 2017, right? No, I played in 2017. Okay, okay. So I was I was a pre-athletic training student in 2017, and I remember sitting with football i was proud to be with football because only like eight students or 16 yeah 16 all year got to be with football and it was so fucking funny i was sitting in the locker room after the texas game on monday and jacob parks was getting his uh park parks park which one was it jacob park park okay he was getting his ankles taped because that's what he chose um before practice and he was whining about the refs and i remember like chuckling as i'm sitting there watching the athletic trainer take them up and or the student sorry uh and (laughs) it was so funny because he goes the fuck's funny kid and i go oh i know it no, nothing's funny. I just don't remember the referees throwing four interceptions during the football game. And he goes, you think that was my fault? And I go, yeah, last I checked, uh, our jerseys were uh, gray. The pants were and gray. Were they? Uh, I, I don't fucking remember. We've discussed I remember this seeing the right color jersey. We've I just don't remember the fuck we wore. Up. No, we haven't. We discussed wearing the bugle helmets. You, and that's you, it. You probably don't remember because you there's there's a possibility that you were intoxicated at the time. But. I was not. No, that semester I was not. No, no, no. <laughs> when we talked about this. Oh, probably. Yeah. But I remember I remember saying like, "Hey, man, our jerseys were a totally different color than theirs." And he goes, "Yeah, you want to try being a D one quarterback?" And I go, "No, I really don't, because I wasn't recruited as one. So I'm good." He was pissed as fuck. He side, was he was he was pissed. Side it was so funny. Side tangent. I have a photo of that game pulled up that I took. Texas was wearing all white, like all white, white pants, white shoes, white jersey, white helmet. 
We were wearing the bugle red helmets, red jerseys, red with the yellow, uh, like, striped thingies right here. And gray pants. Gray pants, gray or black shoes. So, there you go. Gray pants bad. Gray bad. Gray bad! Dylan thoughts. Gray bad? Uh, they look good with the all gray. The gray tops. I, so... So here's my honest opinion on bugle helmets. They looked good in the moment live. No, they didn't. They really didn't. They looked good in the we, moment live no. from the stands. We, we walked into the locker room. We were like, what the fuck is this? But we, feel- were making, we were making fun of it before we ever took the field and anyone ever saw it. That's why you guys lost. Fucking pansies. <laughs> I don't blame I, them for making fun I of don't, that. I don't like the logo anymore solely because you reminded me of the game that we wore them in. We, we've never worn them since. And I, and I remember... No, no, you're correct. So I hate it because we haven't won with them ever. Well, we and so fuck we that never logo. Will. We never will win with them because we'll never wear them again. They're so bad. Exactly. They're fuck so that bad. logo. Just like, the, just like the Beat Iowa jerseys. They're so bad. Jason, they are bad. I will go put on every beat Iowa shirt that I own. Not the beat Iowa shirt. Just shirts. to say fuck you. The beat I- the beat Iowa shirts are fine. The beat Iowa jersey though. I don't know if you know about this. I literally don't give a fuck. That jersey is fucking iconic and it's sick as hell in a bad way. I don't know, Dylan, would you feel comfortable would do you think, "Oh man, yeah, let's wear a beat Iowa right on the front of our jerseys." I don't give a fuck what the players think. I mean, if you beat Iowa, but if you don't, then yeah. you gotta look like the Jackets. I, I quite literally don't give a fuck what the players think because like, if you beat Iowa, you're a fucking hero for wearing that shirt. If you don't, you're a jackass. And I don't give a shit. I will wear a beat Iowa shirt or jersey. I don't give a fuck any day of the week because I want to fucking beat Iowa. <laughs> that's the kind of jersey that, like, if you wear it, you gotta win by, like, 30. Yeah. And... I think the Cyclones that's the, lost. That's the handily. problem with asking. That's the problem with asking players, Jason. Well, here's the thing. I I feel like the players would enjoy <laughs> or play better if they actually enjoyed the uniform that they're in. You, that there's a sole. Why reason. do you think we wore black so much? Last I was year? just about to say there's a sole reason why the players wore black all the time. Because Jay uh, Dylan, correct correct me if I'm wrong. Players get tip, typically players get to choose the color combination, right? No. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Fuck! So everybody's been wrong! Zero. Zero. Zero pull in that decision. So why the fuck did you guys wear black so much? Campbell likes it. Fair enough. Okay, I'm gonna still say the players like it. Okay. His favorite color. I mean, have you guys seen pictures of the guy who wears all black? He wears black all the time. Black or dark gray? He yeah, literally he, wears the darkest color he can pull off at the he's time. He's a black and white guy. I'm surprised that they put they had like red in their white cleats this year. We haven't had a color in our cleats the whole time I played there. Uh, we're wearing triple white against uh, fucking Taco Tech. So I just want to bring. Guys... Go ahead, Dylan. Like, do you guys know that if we didn't? So I didn't watch the West Virginia game. I was busy. Uh, that uh, game was a fucking shit show. I didn't watch it because I didn't think it was going to be a game, and we lost. It wasn't. It, it genuinely wasn't. 
we'd be like right there going to the Big Twelve Championship if we didn't lose that. There's still a possibility. I but mean, a lot has to happen. Yeah, but we we suddenly need to hope we, for teams to win, and that's a problem. To, we we have to win out, and like I think Baylor and someone else has to lose one. Baylor has to Baylor, lose. On Baylor needs to lose, and I can guarantee you that Oklahoma is going to win. Fucking bedlam. There's well, there's not a chance that Oklahoma loses yeah, to OSU. I think, I think I I don't. Yeah, Baylor has to lose. We so lose. we win out. Bedlam goes to OU. Baylor loses one. We're in the championship guaranteed. Mm-hmm. However, that's that's one situation. That's too many. Obviously, Bed, be obviously Bedlam, Bedlam's probably going to be a thing. OSU is a good fucking program. I feel like anybody that denies that's dumb, personally. I say as Dylan scratches his beard. Well, if we play like we did in the second half against Texas, we won't lose another game. Oh, guaranteed. But, like, think about it. OSU's only lost one game, and that's us. We have to have them lose Bedlam, right? And that's likely going to be a guarantee almost every year. So I feel like... So I feel like that's going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that may that makes sense for that to be one of those games where you have to hope. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at the but at the same time, we shouldn't have to hope that Baylor loses. We got outplayed. Yeah, we should have beat. I mean, we should be Baylor and West Virginia. Mm-hmm. We should be under West, West Virginia. I'm not. I'm not somebody who likes to blame refs. You know, I'm a Nebraska fan. Refs have fucked me a lot. Oh, Baylor plays OU this weekend. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Big noon but, Saturday, dude. But that means that we have to beat OU. <laughs> yes. Because suddenly that head to head matter suddenly that head to head matters a lot more than it should. Can we talk about how many ga- uh games the Big Twelve has given OU at eleven AM this year? That's fucking hilarious. And last year. Last year they had how many primetime games? One of them was against Iowa State. Yeah, where our friend Dylan Sater completed a pass. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, Iowa State has more completed passes um, against Oklahoma than Spencer Radler has touched on passes. Dude, I just Iowa love State. that Xavier Hutchinson has a completion percentage a of 100%. Pass. And his, his average pass is like 49 yards. That's more than Texas's fucking quarterback had. But no, so what were you asking about the uh, the the West Virginia game? Like, do we watch it? I listened to it. Oh, what? <laughs> I'll need Hold to. On. No, 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 just no. I don't I need show. The, vid- I need to adjust. Yeah, vid- that's what I need to do. Yeah. Um. No. So, what was your? That's good. What was your, what was your question about that, uh, Dylan? Oh, I, I was just saying, like, I didn't watch it, but somehow we lost and. It's just crazy that we should be going to the championship. Like that loss and the Baylor loss, just yeah, stupid. I didn't watch that game because it was on ESPN Plus, and I didn't have access to it. And you know, every time I, I was just, I, I want to side tangent this real quickly. Every time I think about okay, because the NHL is on ESPN now, and I'm like, oh man, I love watching the thirty four thirty documentaries. And like, oh, I can watch some Big 12 stuff, uh, Big 12 now on ESPN Plus, so I can watch a lot of Cyclone stuff. So I'm thinking, oh man, 
maybe I should start investing or like maybe I should actually subscribe to ESPN Plus. And then the West Virginia game happens, and I heard the coverage was pretty, pretty piss poor. And then I remembered the technical difficulties where like anybody subscribed to ESPN Plus watching the UNI game, UNI Iowa State game, they missed the the ending of the game because they had technical difficulties. Then that reminded me, that just reminded me, oh yeah, that's a, not a good idea. I'm not going to subscribe to ESPN Plus. But anyway, it was on ESPN Plus, but I listened to it on, on uh, Cyclone Radio Network. And John Walters had a lot to say. Uh, I mean, granted, it's it's a biased broadcast, but also with the ESPN Plus, I heard the same uh, broadcast seemed a little biased towards West Virginia. So, But um, John Walters, his emotion and, and everything, it seemed like, honestly, it seemed like West Virginia should get fined because it... They were pumping, uh, pumping noise into the speakers Music. Up, in, up until up until the snap, like right up until snap. Music. NCA rules state that you are not allowed to uh, have any kind of of uh, artificially introduced noise that Ed's would interfere that would interfere with uh, player with players hearing signals. It's too and, it's too hard to like prove like oh it's very easy to it's very easy to prove when matt campbell called a timeout while screaming at the referees for four plays four plays and i i got this from the radio broadcast who are very biased but very honest these are the same guys that said god damn we are making every punter look like a fucking all-american on broadcast and had to apologize for swearing (laughs) They, John Walter said they that? said, hmm? John Walter said that? Uh, I think it was the guy next to him. Okay. And it was so funny because during the West Virginia game, they go, they're playing music right now. They're still playing music. Purdy's calling signals and they're playing music. Hall's in motion and they're playing music. Why are they playing music? And then the snap goes and we get like a three yard loss. You know, four plays go by with them calling like that. And then Campbell calls a timeout and they go, he's been screaming at the referees for four plays now. And and we're wondering if they're not going to call up to the booth and say, hey, you're not allowed to do that because that is against NCAA rules. And then suddenly the next play, there's no music at all. Because there was no band at West Virginia. If a band does it, that's like, that's different because a band is people and it's a little, it's a little harder with people, you know? Yeah. Uh, 20. Did we play at West Virginia 2017? I think 2017 was in Morgantown. Yeah. Uh, they got in trouble for every time we kicked a field goal, they were shining a, like a military grade laser pointer in our holders eyes oh they stopped the game they stopped the game like three times and then finally the ref said uh the home team will get a penalty if it happens again they're just scumbags over there i guess no dude like west virginia came from the big east the big east is like the fucking trailer park of football basketball fucking kings kings of the sport and I will gladly admit that. That conference quite literally made ESPN. 
in and solely in basketball. But in football, holy fuck. That conference is a fucking shit show. Villanova, Yukon, West Virginia, those three just fucking fuckbags. <laughs> like Texas doesn't Texas pump they pump artificial crowd noise through their speakers. Well and like you could tell uh you could tell on the film like the camera would shake and then it would just stop right whenever the play was about to start. Like right when the snap happened, it would just stop. It's like, oh, everyone's cheering, and then as soon as the play starts, everyone stops. It tends to happen when your crowd's fucking sick of your shit. Well, their crowd is like a median age of like 62. Oh, yeah. No, no. Their crowd actually will cheer up till the right point. Like, I don't know. Like, you've obviously never played at Nebraska. But back in the day when Nebraska was actually like, you know, half decent. Yeah, when like they the played it, when they played in the Big Twelve, I'll say that. <laughs> you know, give me something. All right, I'm young. <laughs> when they played in the Big Twelve, Nebraska was like pretty decent, and we would cheer up until we knew that the snap was happening. When was the last time that you heard cheering so loud from a stadium of ninety-two fucking thousand people? you couldn't hear your quarterback calling. That was it. The Texas game. 2018. Yeah, 2018 was a loud one, if I remember correctly. That one was a loud game. Yeah, but the West the West Virginia game. It's not it's not a but it's not a common thing. Is is like the big thing. I've heard that Penn State pumps artificial noise in. Ohio State pumps artificial noise in. Ohio State has 115 fucking thousand people. You 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 don't need to pump noise in, dude. They already can't hear. Wait, did you say Nebraska was good in the Big Twelve? I mean, we made the conference championship our last two years. So how? Don't they- don't talk about two thousand nine against Iowa State. Don't stop. Well, no, I'm not. I was gonna say okay. uh, in two thousand nine. I didn't even know Iowa State was a school. Okay, good. Um, <laughs> so. How do they go to a conference worse in the Big 12 and then do worse? If that's it's case? look, man. Thank you, Tiger Hawk King, for it's the really follow. tough. Hey, Davey's here. Fuck yeah, man. No, dude. Okay, Nebraska. Dude, and I the can't big, get. I cannot get behind the Big Ten, and I I'll die on the hill. I've never. I've never been by in the Big Ten. I'd rather sit on my front lawn and watch my grass grow than watch a Big Ten game. Hey, what happened in 2009 about Iowa State? Fuck you, Dave. Dave, you just got doxxed. <laughs> Congrats, Gidap. Um, No, the West Virginia game, I was listening to that on the radio, internet, internetradiocyclone.com. And holy oh, I crap. Used to, I used TuneIn because I accidentally paid $110 oh, to have TuneIn premium. But anyway, like... <laughs> I was I was listening to that and holy crap! I mean, I get it. Your the radio broadcast is coming from the press box. The microphones are coming from the press box. But god damn, it was so loud in the press box too from the speakers that they were playing the music they were playing. I understand John Walter's concern and like frustration with that because that is that was loud. That was unnecessarily loud. And yeah, right right up to the snap that that was my biggest issue. I didn't have you know I. 
You can say whatever you want about the rest, but the whole... The, the, God, that's... The, no, that was... That, that angered me. That angered me, the fact that you're playing music that loud. That freaking loud. Um, right up in the snap. It, like... If you're hearing it on the radio broadcast, that's ridiculous. Because do those... Like... Hey, go ahead. No, 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 you're good. You're good. I was going to say, people just do scummy shit. Like, uh, remember, so Okie State has that ginormous fucking oh. screen. Like, it's the biggest oh, yes. you've seen in your life. And it's literally, like, right off the field. It's close to the field. It's not very high up, and it's the biggest screen you've ever seen. Mm. And uh, I believe it was against Texas, and they, when Dicker was kicking a field goal, they put made the whole screen yellow. Yellow, yeah, yeah. So he this. couldn't see the fucking goalpost. Yeah, like fucking dog shit, man. I do. There's a reason that. that there's a reason that Mike Gundy's not a respected coach, and I can guarantee he had nothing to do with that. However, fucking. Mullets plus Patterson, though. Oh, dude, you mean the fucking Game Award coach? So that's what happened. Funny thing oh, about one of that the things that happened was I was uh, right before the season started. I did around the corn podcast, and no way, what? And Quinn was on there, right? You know, oh, Quinn? dude, dude, Quinn's got some fucking hot ass takes, dude, and. They were like, what's your hottest take of the season? And I don't even remember what I said, but Quinn's hottest take was Gary Patterson gets fired midseason. And I was like, <laughs> he texted me whenever that happened. I was like, holy shit, bro. Like, that guy's been there so long and just call it out. The season it happens is nuts. That's wild. Dude, that's actually wild. Also, fun fact, for those of you that care to know, uh, we partnered with Around the Corn uh, for a preseason uh, preview show. And personally, me and... Uh, oh, shit. What's his name? Oh, Hawkeye Matt did a Big Ten preview. Uh, we got 10 downloads on Spotify. Fucking nuts as fuck. Ha! That's actually literally our peak on Spotify, which is great. Um, and yeah, I'm sure ATC got a lot more, especially with Dylan's name being on there. But like, I don't know. I'm so proud of that. <laughs> yeah, I think ATC's got, uh, they've had a couple episodes get quite a few downloads. My first episode on there got, I think, close to like, 500 downloads, if I remember correctly, after the Oklahoma game. And all I remember is um, me saying, <clears throat> like, yo, what's up? And Ryan being like, oh, that voice. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I, I can stop listening to my own episode. Sick. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> I hate hearing my own voice. It's. I think everybody does. Do you? Yeah. Have you ever... Do you listen back to the interviews that you do? Uh, Sometimes. I don't know. Not. I don't, like, search them out, but if they, like, pop up or someone reposts it, I'll, I'll listen to a few seconds. But I think everybody hates 
sometimes I'll watch it just to like make sure I didn't sound like a dumbass. Because trying to like deflect questions sometimes you you can stumble and sound like an idiot. Here's a question, Dylan: Is your mom hot? Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> but I actually got asked that in an interview, NFL, like a pre-draft interview. Didn't you say it was like the Vikings or some shit? That that question, they asked some wild shit. I don't know if it's like to see how you'll react or. I don't know. Between that and all the like assessments to make sure you're not a serial killer. That's fair. Hey, did you ever fucking like snap rabbits' necks as a kid? No. What's the purpose of those questions? Is it to prepare you for stupid questions that you would get in the media room? Well, probably to make sure you're not like. Yeah, some of them are to like a personality trait, like. So they can see if you're like a a dangerous personality, like to do something fucking wild. Look, man, I saw a kid dump hand sanitizer on a rabbit today. I'm not going to fucking sign that kid to a fucking pro sports contract. Yeah. Hand sanitizer is literally poisonous. Have you ever done or thought about like hurting (laughs) things for fun or pleasure or something like shit like that? I've thought about hurting my dick for pleasure. Oh Does that God. count? <laughs> Are you going to bring out a toilet paper roll now? So. No! Uh, I will. Oh. <clears throat> okay. Hey, Dylan. Here's a question for you. All right. <clears throat> All right. Fully erect. Does your dick fit inside of a toilet paper roll? We had this like, like the tube. Last time. I, I don't give a fuck. Does it? Okay, so like, define fit. Like, is there a cap? Uh, like, can you can you can you put it? Is there a cap? What do you mean? Like, like are you talking like, oh, I can fit the tip in? No, I or mean like, 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 do you like, like, if it goes through the other side, does it count as fitting still, or is that not? Yeah, fitting? yeah. Yeah, if you can like fully put it through the other end. I don't know how how big is the fucking. Uh, this is actually happening. A good thing we marked these as not safe for work. Oh, he's got he's got toilet paper right there, six buck. I mean, fully erect. Would you dig fit through that? That's pretty like like for for perspective. That's. You can fit the whole, not even just the lid, like the rim, but even, even like Ooh. the bottom part. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Are there different sizes of toilet paper? Because that seems pretty wide. To me. I do know that they make toilet paper that's stupidly thin, and for like, like fucking Russia. Is that rollless? Is there no paper roll in there? No, there, there's like a cardboard. I can't. In there. Okay. I see it. I, just, yeah, I, I can't it. tell. But I'm saying like that, like that's, that's like what two fingers? It's like four. No, bro, that's pretty wide, dog. So it's hard. To, it's hard to tell when you're holding it too, because it feels re- like I'm holding the toilet paper, so it feels really thick, right? Right, right. Like my dick doesn't feel this thick. What, like how I'm holding this? 
I would hope not. Dude, if it did, that would probably fucking hurt everyone, including you. Like, imagine how much blood it would take to, like, that's like a fucking Coke can, man. I think, I think it's kind of funny here in chat. Tigerhawk King says, you know damn well what Dylan is trying once stream ends. <laughs> like, like, no, I, I, seriously. I think, like, seriously. I think, I think, uh, I think with some lube, probably, right? That's, that's, that's respectable. Like, all, all, if I've learned anything from watching Soda Poppin', it's that, if if your dick fits inside of a toilet paper roll, you've got a small dick. I don't believe that. I look, man. Are you saying that soda poppin's a liar? Yeah. I. All right, you heard it here first. A, um, a multi-millionaire NFL player is saying that soda poppin's a liar. By the way, can we drop the news? Sure, <laughs> for anyone that gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> So you heard it here first, folks. Dylan Sater is staying with the Saints until at least next season. As of now, I mean... I mean, as of right now, yeah, they're not planning on dropping him. He also has to have surgery next week. So next Friday, if you're... He's going to be drugged the fuck up. So hit him with your shittiest memes then. (laughs) Because he'll probably giggle at him. Yeah. So, just... go ahead. Nah, I'm just saying. So y'all heard it here first. Uh, we're dropping fucking scoops. Yeah, I mean the just the business aspect of it is so real that anything could change any day. But no, that's and that's the thing. Like I remember you told me um, back when you first got injured, you were like, "Yeah, if they can afford to keep me, they want to keep me." Yeah. Um, but they can't necessarily afford to keep me, and I like I get it a hundred percent. It's like you know, it's just like esports, you know, because uh, you're you're a League of Legends player. You follow, I don't know how closely you follow Pro League of Legends, but you follow it slightly. Yeah. Um. And, you know, it's like Team Liquid at Doublelift, who is argo- arguably the greatest uh, ADC in North American history. And he was performing like shit. You're not going to keep a player that's performing like shit that you're paying a lot of money for. Right. So you're going to try and get rid of him. You know, and uh-huh. it, at the end of the day, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter on that. You haven't performed like shit for the Saints. Or haven't performed at all. <laughs> exactly. I I'm, exactly. I'm more. I'm still salty about what the Packers did to you. The fact that they were like, "Oh, hey, they still had draft picks," but they're like, "Hey, what's your, what, what yeah. are you looking at? Well, how much you want?" Like, that's. Okay, that's Wait, what? I haven't. I, I don't remember hearing this. What? Uh, yeah. So it was like halfway through the fifth round, maybe the beginning of the sixth round of the draft. And uh, it had already been like a crazy day. Like, And the fourth round, the Falcons said they had two picks. They said they were taking me with one of them. They did it. Uh, fifth round, the Bills had three picks. Said they, I was one of their three fifth-round picks for sure. Then the fifth round ends, the tight end coach calls me and is like, man, I, I lost the battle because I guess that's uh, 
the offensive coaches go to the GM and the defensive coaches go to the GM and they both plead their case for their guy for that pick and he said he lost the battle. Uh, so it's just been a roller coaster of a day and then I guess like into the fifth, start of the sixth and Matt LaFleur is calling. I'm on a three-way call with him, my agent. And he's like, listen, we don't, we don't know if, uh, if Mercedes even has an, a full year left. Like we don't have a why after him. Like we, we've got to have this guy. And he's telling my agent, he's like, name your price, man. Like whatever you guys got to have. And my agent was basically like, you guys have picks left. Like that's our price or kick rocks. So that's basically what happened. What was the, what was, what was the price you named or your agent named? He didn't. He didn't name, it, the price was the draft picks because the Packers still had draft picks left, and they're calling his agent. They're basically calling him and Dylan, saying, "Hey, we want you, but we're not going to use our draft picks on you when we have still oh, draft picks." Oh, that left. makes sense. Okay, no, I get it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah, and I'm salty which, that my team did that to you. Which at that point, uh, you could have been three fucking Cyclones on that team, man. At that point, uh, going undrafted is better. Like even more. Right. Yeah, my my guaranteed money just off of signing with the Saints was like equivalent to their like fifth, fourth or fifth round picks. So, because uh, you, because you, what what was it that I remember your contract was? So you signed three years. Like, uh, I can't remember the exact numbers. So if I'm if I'm wrong on this, uh, but it was like three years, know. two and a quarter million dollars, right? Yes, ish. And you were guaranteed 120 in year one, something like that. I think it was like 127. Yeah. And, and that was, if you were, I'm pretty sure that was, if you were cut. Yeah. That was, that was guaranteed no matter what happened. Right. And because you weren't cut at training camp, you were guaranteed. If you weren't cut during the season because of your injury, I think your injury fucked it a little bit. Yeah, I, but it was, if you weren't cut during the season, it was like seven hundred some thousand, yeah. guaranteed. And so, like, I remember hearing that, and I was like, I can almost guarantee you that that was better than going drafted. Oh, like, yeah. I don't care, I don't give a fuck what, like, because obviously you didn't go in the first you, two if rounds. If you get drafted, uh, like, if I would have been in the sixth or seventh round, you could get the only guarantee you have is your signing bonus, and it's like. That Forty-five sucks. grand. Oh fuck! What was your? Well, you didn't get a signing bonus though, right? Twenty. Oh shit! So that's still all right. Yeah. I mean, they screw you on taxes and deductions. Like, of that twenty, I got like eight and a half. Hey, but you still, well, that's, you're still getting I mean, like a fuck do you, ton of Do you remember Tom? Do you remember when Tom Brady was gonna be fined for like eighty percent of his contract? No, I don't. Do you remember when Alan Lazard just got fined fifteen grand? Yep. Did he really? Yep, he did. What the fuck did he do? He got COVID. Violating oh, COVID. Fuck. Violating the NFL and NFLPA's COVID protocol. I don't know exactly what the protocols did it, are. Did Rodgers get fined that much? He got fined the exact same. Okay, so, good. I wonder, because Rodgers is a fucking idiot. <laughs> that that's the same. <laughs> like that's the fine you get for not wearing a mask in a building. Okay. I you know I'm I'm not I'm not gonna. I'm not going to argue with the NFL on that, but like, as long as they're being fair about it, because Rodgers is the fucking NFL's golden boy for Here, whatever. Here's fucking the reason. exact details of it. So, um, 
Rodgers and Lazard both got fined 15 for 75 or something like that. The Packers organization as a whole got fined $300,000. Good. I I say this, right? Allen, like, very young. He's not a star. He's not, like, an Whoa. icon. He's not a... It's a number two receiver. Yeah, I was gonna say you say he's not a he's star. He's number two receivers for for the Packers. Okay, Wisconsin. All right. How many people oh, from man. Wisconsin do you know? One of our project partners is, is from Wisconsin. How many Corey. professional football teams do you know from Wisconsin? <laughs> exactly, and he's the number two guy on the team. <laughs> <laughs> I. Look behind man, one of the best behind a top five receiver in the league. He also went undrafted and was very underrated until like the like the end of last season. Yeah, he made. Dude, that's the crazy thing about this league. You you got to make one play or you like one event occurs and it makes your entire career. Like Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, can you na- can you name one um, one play that Odell Beckham Jr has made that makes him an incredible receiver aside from quite literally the one catch that he had with the giants. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, yeah. 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 You just got to get your foot in the door somehow. Like, uh, you know, Allen is an incredible player and he works really hard. And then he had that one game where he's on kickoff return. Well, he got, he got called up because the tight end got injured. And then, um, he made a big third down catch. I believe he might have caught a touchdown that game. And in the post game interview, like Aaron Rodgers is pumping his tires, and the rest is history, man. Then, then it, he from that point on, all he had to do was just keep, you know, producing. Here's here's an interesting stat about Lazard. He has he is responsible for Jordan Love's first, uh, I believe, Jordan Love's first uh, passing touchdown in the NFL. He definitely scored the only touchdown on Sunday. Lazard caught that. And he made a really good move, too. So, can we talk about how the Saints wiped the floor with the Packers in week one, and now the organizations have just gone opposite directions yeah. from that moment? <laughs> I'm confused about this. I am really confused. Hey, man. The, Saint, the Saints have the absolute greatest defensive weapon on the roster. It just absolutely sucks that he's a quarterback. Well, he's out. Uh, Jameis is out for the year. Jameis is bakery. Yeah. What What was the injury again? I think he tore his ACL. Oh was yeah. It, was it ACL? I knew it was lower body, but I couldn't remember what exactly it was. Because somebody had said that, something about possibly like a kidney injury, like Luck had gotten early also in his career. Like our our cap space is always a living nightmare every year, and. So with that, and then you've got your starting quarterback goes down, who's an expensive player. You've got Michael Thomas, who's a really expensive player, who's not going to come back this year. Yeah. So already being in cap space hell, and then you've got two of your highest paid players are injured for the year. You you don't really have room to like bring on extra weapons money-wise, so... You kind of, I mean, Tiger Hawk King called the Saints. Uh, what did he say here? He said, Saints are broke, literal poverty program. It's a fun, dude. We're a fucking poverty franchise right now. 
We lost the greatest passer in NFL history. Dude, Dylan, it sucks that you never got to meet Breeze. I'm actually pissed. No! What? Yeah. You don't think Dude, he hangs I... out? Of... I think he what? still hangs out with the organization. I still, I think he still goes to practices and stuff like that. Yeah. He still lives in New Orleans? I don't know that. I'm sure he has I mean, a house there. Is around in New Orleans? Yeah, I met him at the facility twice. Fuck. What's he like? He's just an average dude, man. He's not no, don't say that! There it is, there it is. I was He's just not saying. an average dude! He's the greatest passer in NFL history! Yeah, but like... <laughs> I, I don't know. He's just he's just a guy, man. I mean, he's a nice guy. He's... Well, Skeet, yeah, do you that... want Breeze to be an absolute dickwad and just be like all high no, and mighty? I want him to be a fucking legend. I want I want Dylan to be all like, yeah, he quoted fucking he quoted fucking Lao Tzu to me, just off the cuff because he wanted to. God, you're treating him like Aesop or something. No, he's he he carrying like his nineteen kids. That's yeah, uh, isn't that um, Rivers? J- Jason, I don't, I don't I, Jason, I don't think you understand what the Saints were before Drew Brees came around. Almost going to, almost moving to Houston, I think it was. Or um, San Antonio. This, so, so during Archie Manning, who is arguably one of the greater quarterbacks in NFL history, Archie Manning was very, very, very good. Um, Saints fans would wear paper bags over their hats. And they continue to do so until they got Drew Brees as a quarterback from the fucking Chargers. Well, Sean Payton at the same time, too. Yeah, yeah, Sean Payton was right there. Sean Payton's definitely, like, second to Bill Belichick, in my opinion. Thanks for a follow, Buffer Overflow. But... CT kicked in there. I forgot what it's just it's just one of those things where it's like I, I became a Saints fan because of their only Super Bowl appearance because somebody told me they've only been in the Super Bowl once and I go this team's bad I'm gonna like them and sudden and I decided to look into how bad they really were they were f- fucking bad I became a Saints fan like Two years before that, I guess, because whatever Reggie Bush got drafted. Oh yeah, that was uh, 2006, somewhere around there. I, I want to say seven. And like, Reggie Bush is my favorite NFL running back of all time, and that will never change. Even though he's a kind of a shitbag, like morally, like nobody can deny that. Nobody can deny that he's kind of like morally very corrupt. Well, I mean, he took some cash in college. Who who wouldn't? I'm fair enough, <laughs> but also, like, did you take cash in college? No, but technically, technically, you did. The PS Five. Oh yeah, true. No, he no, sold his team took cash. No, in he college. sold it. He sold it. <laughs> I sold it, but I mean, I was... he was he declared literally like yeah. the day he literally declared on the plane ride like out of Arizona. <laughs> I was pissed, by the way, when oh, he declared. No. <laughs> Not on the plane ride, dog. I chill. I was in Arizona chilling. 
Oh, fuck. Dude, I was pissed, though, when you declared. I was all like, yo, I'm expect Like, I've heard from I don't know how many people that we're expecting to get all three of our fucking tight ends back. And then you were all like, yo, by the way, I've declared. And I was like, fuck. And then, like, less than a week later, Kane fucking declared. And I was like, fuck. We've lost both of our key role players, dude. Yeah, I mean... I talk to the coaches a lot, and I I trust Coach Campbell, and he would never like give me bad advice. And he's did he guy. tell you to declare? Yeah. Oh fuck! No, I I I would trust Matt Campbell. If Matt Campbell told me, "Hey man, invest in Doge," I'd fucking mm-hmm. sink everything I have. And then I wonder really? why Charles P. Kohler didn't declare. Uh. Same reason he trusts Coach Campbell, and he told him he didn't think it was a good idea. Oh, okay, dude, my man Charles P. My man Charles P. One they of the thought, they just thought that of the three, I was the most physically ready. I and... I I agree because you were argue. You, I mean, quite literally, you were the you were the third best blocking tight end in the draft class. Yeah, and they. Uh, I mean, Coach Campbell has good relationships with the front offices of a lot of NFL teams from them trying to hire him all the time. And so he got a lot of feedback from that. And he just, I mean, he, his point was, like, what what more are you going to gain by staying another year to increase your stock outside of maybe another injury? You know, well, here we are, but... That's true. Um, Plus, you have two degrees already. Like, yeah, like I'm out of classes to take. But like, what were you gonna take? Fucking kinesiology classes. Hey guys, I learned how to salsa dance this semester. Yeah, he's gonna take but, bowling. But like, that's also a kinesiology class. Okay. We we all three come back. What what happens? I I replicate the same season that I had prior to probably same stats and hopefully no injuries. So I mean, I mean, because you. Because you have, what, one touchdown in your career? Like, 13 catches? No, I had. I probably had more than 13 my senior year. I think I had, like, over 30. But, oh, my no, my bad. I probably mis, I, I probably misremember. Um, but, but it was like... Not trying to downplay you at all, Doug. No, I don't care. But it was like... You, all three of us come back, it's like the script isn't just going to flip the season and I'm going to go from the blocking guy and I'm going to get 80 targets. Like it is just not how it's I'm, I'm my role is still going to be my role. So. I feel like, you know, and you and I have talked about this before, like in private, but like blocking tight ends are so underrated. I don't know how many people I've talked to where they're like, Oh, nobody uses the blocking tight end. What do you mean? Most, most teams, Everybody like, as far as I know, <laughs> like as far as I know, most teams run a two tight end scheme at the very minimum. Yeah. And like, look at the Bucks. They had Gronk and then whoever the fuck the other tight end was all the time that was blocking. You're not gonna run just Gronk. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's one he's literally he's in my opinion. This I might mean, be like wrong. Last year and like yeah. Last year Gronk didn't even like he wasn't even a receiving tight end throughout the year. He most of the year he was like, blocking. The guy had like two catches until the Super Bowl. <laughs> but obviously you're gonna use Gronk in the Super Bowl because he's Gronk. Yeah. And like Jimmy Graham. But like every team, every team, like 
it ain't just Travis Kelsey, right? Like, there's a, there's a guy that does the blocking. Like, isn't Kelsey a blocking one? tight end? <laughs> or no, no, no. I'm thinking of uh, what's the one that plays for Denver? The yeah. Iowa tight end that plays for Denver. Who? Noah Fant. He's not a blocking yeah. tight end. I've literally, I've literally seen him catch like three passes all year. No, he's receiving tight end. He's fast. Uh, he's a player. shit receiving tight end. Then no, it's just the Denver <laughs> doesn't have a quarterback. He's solid. Maybe Denver should fucking fix hey, their issues. Hey, hey, easy on my boy Teddy, man. Teddy, Teddy was good to us. Hey, just yeah, because we, you have you have just because you have him in fantasy doesn't mean you need to defend him. We're we're uh, we're kicking ourselves for getting rid of Teddy right about now. James going down. I'm just saying that as somebody who because uh, somebody has told me that who is a Broncos fan and you know who has Sunday ticket and watches them. He was like saying, "Yeah, we need a new quarterback." Which is our quarterback situation is just really bad. We need a new quarterback. Yeah, I mean that's what every NFL fan thinks. That is true. Armchair fans. I don't know. I try not to have much of an opinion just because I'm just. Technically, I yeah. am an owner. Technically, I do own an NFL organization, NFL team. But I'm one of those people. How many like, shares do you own of the Packers? I own one. I own fifteen. <laughs> Why did you buy 15 shares of the Packers? I didn't buy 15. I was told that I own 15 shares of the Packers. I don't think you do unless you unless somebody bought stock for you back in like 97 or so. You I was told that I own 15 shares of the Packers. And that's all I know. I don't so, care. I was told. <laughs> sounds like an NFT scam. It does. N- no. <laughs> yes. I own this picture of a monkey. <laughs> No, I actually I, have this. You, Tyrese Halliburton owns a fucking picture of a monkey. It's worth three hundred grand. You can't use it. Hey, man, Ryan's gonna come for you. Don't. <laughs> oh, oh, what's this? What's this button here on my keyboard called Print Screen? Oh, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna just use that keyboard here and you know just paste it in the MS Paint and you know now it's mine. All right, I wanna, I wanna hear. I, so I wanna hear a, gen, a genuine opinion from Dylan. Un, un, unfiltered, untitled, underqualified. What is your opinion on the league's vaccine mandate? Or whatever it really is, what's your opinion on Hold it? on. Before we get into this, can somebody fill me in? There is a... I didn't know the NFL had a vaccine mandate. What? What? So it's, so it's not quite the, a what mandate. Is the pro, what is the NFL protocol for on this? I don't... Because I, I really don't know. Dylan would know more than I do, but I don't believe that it's quite a mandate. But they're, obviously, Rodgers and Lazard. Uh, so they've kind of like put out these rules. So they don't want to make a mandate, right? Because that's not really. They don't see that as ethical to like make people do something, especially in regards to their health and in an industry where your health is literally how you make money. Um so what's kind of fucked up what they've done is they've kind of like coerced people into getting it by putting out all these guidelines and all these rules that if you're not vaccinated, then your life is like a living hell basically. So um, you have like your, your restrictions are, are way more intense if you're not vaccinated. And that goes from like, the wearing a mask stuff to um, like 
who who you can be, who you can eat with, and like what time, like the testing and all the you got to show up earlier to test, and you got to sit around and wait on your result before you can go in the facility. Like the fines are crazy. Um, same with same thing that happened to to Alan. Like if you were vaccinated and you tested positive, you could just test negative and then you could play. But if you're not vaccinated and you test positive, it doesn't matter how many times you test negative, you're out for a certain number of days. So there's no mandatory vaccination, but they've just made this shit pile of rules. But if you're not vaccinated, then it's like, good luck. Okay, that I I appreciate the insight there and actually educating me on that. I I'm confused as I'm just confused about the policy. I'm just so so. What's your opinion of it? I don't know. I like I got vaccinated because I don't give a shit, and I'd rather make my life easier than harder. <laughs> Are you gonna um, get a booster? Uh, if they don't make me, I won't. Just because, no reason to go out of my way. Like I, I, I don't. I don't fear COVID for my own health, right? Like, I don't, the only reason I got it was for work and to make life easier. Um, and I, I guess it, it helps, like, if I were to be exposed somehow, I, mean, I don't do anything, so I probably wouldn't be. But if I were to be exposed and around my family at the same time, which also wouldn't happen because they don't live here, but... Well, they live Older in Arkansas, ranges. which you've been in. Yeah, not, but I, I, I'm not like a anti-vaxxer, but I'm also not like a pro-vaxxer. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. So I, I want to add full disclosure. So like, I work with uh, a lot of immunocompromised people because of my uh, my business that I run, and so I got vaccinated, right? I was offered the Johnson Johnson vaccine for free uh, through uh, my day job. You know, not the greatest vaccine, obviously, <laughs> but took it. Uh, I get a booster tomorrow. I'm probably going to feel like shit because uh, everybody that I've talked to that exercises, like, I probably exercise harder than Dylan because he's a little bitch. But. Uh, <laughs> I, I will step back here and let you two. That little smirk. I, I'll little step back here and let, I you, let you deal it out. How many? How many rounds? Twelve rounds. Uh, Fox, Fox <laughs> Bet mean, Super Six app. Uh, how many rounds will it go? Who will land more punches? Uh, who will win? By no, he'll land more punches. TKO? He'll hit the ground less. But all know if he's landing at the end of twelve. What round was the first? No, that, little, that little smirk was all I wanted. I mean, in the last twelve weeks, you're not wrong. So. That little smirk was all I wanted. No, well, I've been like you, you can't you can do a slight you can do a slight jog in the last twelve weeks and work out harder than me. So oh fuck yeah, there you go. Well, hey, hey, it's, yeah. be- it's because you had surgery though, right? That's why you can't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that, that's what I was hoping. But at the same time, that that smile that you gave was so fucking funny to me. Uh, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> When you say something that's just so asinine, it's like. <laughs> but like, uh, 
Yeah, so like I I I like to think that I work out fairly like rigorously. And so uh for anybody that's ever done a like seven day a week workout program, you will at about a week to two weeks in feel like you're sick. You're not sick. It's your body saying, stop, slow down. We have this incredible stress. We need to figure the fuck out what we're doing. Don't stop. When suddenly you introduce something that is new, quite literally any shot, you're going to feel like shit. You know, any vaccine, you're going to feel like shit because it's your body saying, stop. There's this new stressor that we have been in, that has been introduced. Stop everything. I'm not going to stop. I'm getting my shot tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'm going to be trying for a new squat PR. I squat every fucking day because I fucking want to because fuck everything. I hate my life. I hate living. So I'm going to squat every fucking day. Vibe check, are Dylan, you okay? Dylan's like, what the hell? That escalated quickly. Yeah, vi- vibe check, it, are you okay? It's the it's Bulgarian weightlifting uh, methodology. I've been squatting every day since junior year of high school, okay? I'm fine. Physically. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, like, as far as, like, forward stuff, throwing your body off, that's what I kind of explained to you that, uh, cat scan kind of deal i'm having on tuesday and it's i I, so i guess your your spinal fluid is like the most regulated thing in your body like there's your body doesn't regulate anything more closely than that and what they're doing is injecting a dye into that and also they're putting a hole there so it could leak as well and from what i heard is like that can cause like weird shit to happen. Like when that fluid gets off balance, like you can get like the most intense headache you've ever had in your life, or you could like lose feeling in your right pinky toe or like just like weird shit could happen just because your body's just freaking out. Just the fact that they're doing this. Bro, you need, you need your pinky toes, dog. People, people forget those, but like, goddamn. Fun fact: I don't, I don't have a big toe on my left foot. I have a toe. It just no way. Work. Oh wait, what? Wait, what? Show feet, dude. Picks. No, what? Show, show feet pics, or is that only on it, your uh, OnlyFans? It uh, it uh, so it used to be completely dead, like it hung like this. Oh shit! Like you so could you flick like it? And it... So you'd lift up your foot, and it would just like hang. Yeah. But now I've gotten some back, so I can push down regularly, but it doesn't go. I like I can raise it up against air, but if I tried to hold it up and someone pushed down on it, it would just do this. It just so you have so you have movement, but you don't have movement. But it's weakness. It's not full strength. Yeah. Oh shit! That's kind of fucking wild. So uh, so that would so which foot left. Are, so, and you're and you're right-handed. Yeah. So that would if so that would very typically affect jumping and well, push I can, speed. I can push down just as hard, so that doesn't really affect. But the weakness, the only time I notice it in anything is um, 
because it's weak, if I try to do like a backwards lunge with that foot or something. Oh, so you probably lose balance, yeah. Yeah. And it and it like it's painful to kind of hold up, but um it happens. So it first went completely dead whenever I snapped my leg. And I guess like where the leg broke is right Didn't. where that nerve canal runs down. It run like there's a nerve canal that runs like right what? to the left of your shin bone. What did you break? Tibia? Fibula. And so <sighs> when all that trauma happened and then the swelling was so bad, it compressed the nerves. And so that's what killed it all the way. And then since I've got like, you know, half back or whatever, um, probably three quarters back. And then with the nerve stuff with the back, it, it's kind of gotten worse again. But yeah, nerve damage, boys. Yeah, that doesn't sound that's, fun. that's tough, dude. No, that's tough. Dude, fibula. So, like, I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, back when he was with the Lakers, uh, Julius Randle, our, like, star, bro- broke his fibula after 14 minutes of play. And people were pissed because they were like, that's not weight-bearing. You can fucking play. And it's like, dude, he broke a fucking bone. Dude, can you imagine how much pain he's in right now? Yeah. I mean, it it also depends on, like, the severity of it, too. I mean, true. But at the same time, it's like... like, Mine was, like... uh, Like, if this was my bone, there was a piece like this that was, like, over here, and then it was, like, two pieces like this not connected. Whoa. Dude, that's wild. It's like... Now I have have an 18-inch plate. Oh, dude, holy fuck! That's so big! Oh, I can... Oh, dude! Holy crap. Holy fuck! (laughs) Oh! Damn, Dylan Sainter showed off fucking (laughs) feet pics for free on stream. Um, God. Dude, I was about to say, like, that's comparable to me, like, when I broke my my, my right wrist, I ended up with a piece of my wrist right here like um not this sorry this knuckle is it this big that's a piece of my wrist <laughs> just chilling yeah. and so like this bone should be bigger like more similar to this bone but it's not um yeah no i don't have a fucking like f- foot and a half long plate in my goddamn wrist <laughs> Yeah, I've had some Jesus. wild shit, dude. I almost my, lost my arm when this happened. Oh, fuck. That's a scar and a half, dude. What Ew. happened there? Jesus. Like I got that started out as a turf burn. What the fuck did you do? No, I was in the hospital for like 10 days and I almost died slash amputated my arm. Had MRSA. Did you, oh, did you oh, fucking decide okay. to gnaw on your fucking arm? They give you, uh, I guess, MRSA is like a MRSA's really a bacteria bad. that right. It, it, it like commonly grows in uh, artificial turf, and so oh no, yeah, yeah, I I burn. do forget that it grows there, but like Jesus, and it was a turf burn got infected. It was a really wild story actually, and um, 
Yeah, it was it was bad. Dude. I had like a like vein right here that was literally like a, someone drew with a red sharpie on my arm going straight to my heart, which is like the telltale sign of like this infection is bad. Jeez. They had to they cut it open. That's why the scars so big. They sliced it open and they've got like a pressure washer basically and they washed it out. Then they stitched it, stapled it, and then it didn't work. So then they went back in, washed it out again. And he was like, Man, if this one doesn't work, then uh we're gonna have to explore some other options. Yeah, Mercer's I didn't well one, I didn't know Mercer grew in, in turf, but it true too it's it's i can only imagine just how rough that would have been just because the area affected probably was very very large considering it's a burn Um, yeah and just the uh like so i went in to the er because my arm was like twice the normal size and the guy didn't swab the wound he didn't take blood he did nothing wrote me uh, an oral prescription at Hy-V and sent me on my way. And then I was standing in line at Hy-V trying to fill the prescription. And I literally was like, couldn't, I couldn't because of the pain was so bad. And so I called the trainers. I was like, guys, I don't know what's going on, but I can't do this. And so we went back to the ER. And as soon as the doctor walked in the second time, it was a different guy. He was like, holy shit. And he didn't even say a word to me. He turned around and found a nurse. He was like, can you see if we got a room available? <laughs> And then they kept me in the hospital for like six or seven days. Was this while you were with the team? Yeah, it was during spring practice. Oh, okay. What year, if I may ask? I think it was 2018. Maybe 2019, actually. I think it was the same, like that season I broke my leg. Oh, man. That's. Jesus! What the fuck? I had double ankle surgeries. Dude, you you're a fucking <laughs> medical marvel. What the hell? Yeah, I put I had uh how how are you still in sports? I had my I had my right ankle surgery on December 1st last year when we played the Big 12 championship. And you played in the festival? Did you play in the festival? I played in the Big 12 Championship. Dude, that was... the Big 12 Championship was like, what? December 8th? It was like 18th. Uh, oh, fuck! Yeah, I was supposed to go! Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 17th, I was supposed to head down to Texas with Ryan. And then he goes, yo, I can't go. And I'm like, fuck! It's yeah, you played, you played in that game. I remember they said, Dylan Sater with the catch! And I tweeted out... Boomer Sater because mm-hmm. the name the name looks similar enough. Like it's a yeah. fucking good tweet. You can't tell me it's not a good tweet. I actually do remember hearing Sater's name on the broadcast because my my brother uh, was watching the recording of it. It's like, we, like we, hey, I know that guy. We were getting we were getting um like multiple different like so our plumbing sucks here. Our kitchen sink had no water pressure for years, and our like our uh, shower, no water pressure at all. Especially when like the washing machine or the dishwasher would get going, literally zero. It'd be drips, if anything. And so 
we had somebody that was fixing that and the game was going on. He hear us. He'd hear me and my brother yelling as my parents were gone for my sister's basketball games. And he, he would hear me and my brother yelling when something good would happen. And he'd come like sprinting out to watch. And I remember like, and he's a family friend of ours. And I remember we talked for 45 minutes after the game ended about how pissed I was because I felt like we got gypped in the middle of the game. Not like the refs didn't lose the game. I'm not, I'm not saying that at all, but I felt like we got kind of screwed a little bit. Like we, we had more of a chance had the refs not messed up. I think it was – I can't remember what call it was. I disagree. They threw, they, I mean, they threw out Ashim Young on the first play. I mean, that yeah. was one of them for sure. <laughs> Dude, He had he been in the game, this season has literally proven that. Had he not, had he been in the game, totally different. You, you guys might not like this take, but Ashim Young – Jason's going to be like, Iowa State sucked last year. No, Iowa State was good last year, but Ashim Young doesn't know how to tackle. Hmm. And he's like to hit hard. He deserved to get kicked out of there based off based off the the way the targeting rule is written. I still hate the targeting rule, the way it's written. I think it needs to be changed. Um but the way it's written, there's definitely targeting and he did it to himself. He needs to learn how to tackle. And he still doesn't really know how to tackle. He just kind of just throws his shoulder out there. He doesn't wrap up. So if he leads with his shoulder, who the fuck cares? I mean, I care because a lot of because that you, doesn't break the rules. That's not targeting if he leaves with the shoulder. You're, That's you're, literally not targeting. You're missing the point here. What I'm talking about is is he, he leads with the shoulder when he tackles. Now, I mean, you think except you, you, he you, he you, typically does. Ski down. Let you, me fucking finish. He, you you think that if you lead with your shoulder, that's gonna successfully tackle somebody? Like so many tackles, like so many people. Whenever I watch Iowa State defense play. Or like, they have a lot of tackles broken because players aren't wrapping up or anything. They're kind of just throwing their body out there and kind of just hoping and praying, which you know can work sometimes. But like, I, I'm I bother it bothers me because like there's so many tackles that should have been made that that don't happen because they they can't tackle or they don't know how to tackle. That's my yeah. that's my observation. Though. I don't know. I'm not actually in practices watching or or not with the team, so I don't know. I mean, it happens. Like, missed tackles are part of it. Everyone, every team experiences it. Mike Rose, though, does know how to tackle. Mike Rose is a fucking god amongst men. His last year, a work of art. So, last year, he was he was called out of the Texas game uh, on Thursday, right? Friday, no update. I, I, you were guy, you guys were traveling that day, right? No, you know, no practice. You guys were going to Austin. So suddenly Ryan breaks the scoop from the athletic department because we had Greg who had uh, a source inside the athletic department that had told us, hey, Mike Rose is considered out as of Thursday. You know, that's that's like the most up-to-date information as of Friday. So Ryan breaks the scoop. Suddenly... Everybody in Texas is talking about it. Hey, Mike Rose is out. He's quite literally their best defensive player. Holy shit, guys. Mike Rose is out. This is it. We're going to win. 
you know, Burnt Orange Nation, they're fucking, you know, SP, you know, they're bur- they're SB Nation fucking what are the what do they call those old sites? It's like the Reddits, but not. I can't remember the fucking message boards, whatever the fuck they call them. They were all like, "Guys, Mike Rose is out. I think we're gonna win because our defense will do so much better now." And then, you know, Mike Rose is fucking it, man. He always has been. I swear to God, Mike, Mike. I don't know what it is. Mike Rose just is it. Yeah, that's the game that I had the ankle surgery from. Is it really? Yeah, so I... Uh, right, like, two plays before Brees scored the uh, go-ahead touchdown at the end, I caught a ball up the seam for, like, 25 yards to put us in the red zone. And, like, right whenever I caught it, the safety hit me like hit the middle of his shoulder pad right on my ankle right when it planted mm. like when i landed and blew Ooh, my ankle out oh no way wait, wait, wait. Then, yeah oh, fuck and then uh i went off like hobbled off and charlie caught charlie caught a ball to get us down inside the five and then there was like a tv timeout and the trainer had just taped like spatted the outside of my cleat as tight as you could mm. And I was like hopping back in, like the coaches were on the mic, like, do we have Santa? Because we're on the goal line. Uh-huh. Do we have Santa? Do we have Santa? And they're like, no, no, no. And I walk up and t- tap mouse, and I'm like, bro, I'm, I'm good. I'm good for one. <laughs> and then uh, they put me, I went back in. I fucking, I actually made a hell of a block and uh, not to throw my boy under the bus, but fucking Chase completely whiffed on the defensive end and he came off the edge and whiffed on Brees, thank God. And we scored and uh, I hobbled off the sideline and I was like in the, on the training table. Like I I couldn't even watch the game. I was in so much pain. Mouse comes over to me as they're driving down the field. And he's like, uh, cause we were up three and they're driving down the field. And he's like, you're going to be ready for overtime. We're going to need you. I was like, dude, I'm I don't have overtime in me, bro. And then they go to kick the field goal, and I'm like, please, just please, God. Like, I'm a, a big man with a beard and a bald head on the verge of tears, and I'm like, please, God. He missed it, dude, and it was like the ankle injury never happened, bro. I was there's a video of me, like, jumping on the field and shit. Like a sing, No, dude, like a single play? You're all like, let's get it, you know? And then suddenly something good happens, and you're like, yeah. What? Like, nah. Um, so I've got a question from uh the uh white right natty light discord. Only question to come in. Uh what was slash is your favorite thing to do in Ames besides football? His girlfriend. Or sorry, his wife. <laughs> oh fuck! Jason! Hey, family friendly show. Hey, whenever his wife is traveling with him, hey, it's, you know, if the, if he and his wife go to Ames, I mean, I feel like that would be his favorite thing to do. There's really not a lot to do. There's, there's, there's um, not a lot to do at Ames. There's not a lot. Man, I didn't really do a whole lot either. Now that I think about it, 
Hmm. I might have to think on that. This one. is a hard question because the, all of us are right. Def- like it, there really isn't much for like anything. Yeah, other than, dude, what are you gonna do? Go to Welch and like even that's not that cool. Yeah, dude, fucking wait, wait, wait. Do you mean do you mean Welch Ave Station or do no, you mean Welch like, Avenue? Just and go to the just bars. fucking Welch Ave. Welch Ave. I well, Jason, there's Welch Ave Station. And yeah. there's Welch Ave. I'd there, rather go like, to Welch there's Ave two Station. Welches. I'd rather go to there Welch is Ave two Station. Welches. But it's on Welch Ave, so. Like Welch Ave Station's like chill. If you're if you're not into like the whole party scene, like. You know, you go to Well Jab Station, but if you're into the party scene, you go to Size Fucking Roost. It's it's not even a fucking contest. Or you go to Fighting Burrito, depending on what time of night it is. I just avoid try to avoid watch as much as I can, just because. You go to Outlaws. People scare me. Outlaws is actually kind of cool, though. I like Outlaws. It's fun. Outlaws and Patties. Outlaws, Patties, and Stas were my favorite bars, along with Watch Have. Yeah. I wasn't a big AJ's fan. Neither was I. AJ's. AJ's is fun if you aren't like big. AJ's you know is I mean? fun if if you're a sorority or frat guy. I mean, not even a frat guy, because like frat guys tend to like try and they be go as big as they can. They go to Sizer, sorry. Yeah, frat guys tend to go to Sizer. Or they stay at the, yeah. That's true. But like if you're if you're a, somebody that people will recognize, you don't want to go to AJ's because there's just a f- fuckload of people there yeah i mean yeah it was never like it was never bad for me because i mean one like only the like real fans would ever recognize me like just your your average student that doesn't really care about the football team would Mm. like the people that would only recognize like brock and breeze you know they would would interview I will say you were always my favorite tight end because you were the only one I could recognize because you always had the beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, until Chase like actually really grew his hair out, and then I was like, oh, yeah, I, I can figure out who Chase Allen is. It's all good." It's funny, like so many times on the TV or even the announcer in the stadium, like if I caught a ball or if Charlie caught a ball, they they think it, it they think it was either of you. Yeah. I. If I could, if it was like a zoomed out shot, I half the time I couldn't tell. There was one, uh, so my junior year, because of this elbow thing that happened, I wore like mm. a sleeve on my arm every game. Char- there was, Charlie there was, you know, there was one game where he had something happen in the middle of the game, so then he put a sleeve on in the middle of the game. And uh. even when I was watching the game film, I was like, like coach is like going over the film, and I'm like, "Is he talking to me? I can't tell if that's me." <laughs> uh, I will say, like your last your last year, the only reason I could tell if it was you that was being targeted was solely because I would see you go out with your hands like this, right off the line, <laughs> and then suddenly you would go like this, and I was like, "Wait a second. I don't know what that means, but maybe <laughs> quite like you'd go from like looking like you were going to block to just suddenly a, you'd yeah, run. I did a lot of that. And like, I look, man, you probably know about as much as about like why you did that as I do. But like, I was all like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, that's Dylan. He's going to go block. Oh, shit. He's running. What the fuck? Yeah, it just depends on the play. Yeah. And like I, don't know, I always enjoyed when you were targeted because uh, 
you were the largest tight end that we had. Yeah. So it's like if he catches it, he's getting like two extra yards just by uh, falling. Dude, it's I, fine. I, I watched a, a cut up of all my catches. And all every seven time, yards you gained. Every time I got tackled, it was just completely disgusting looking. Like people just like the way they tackle me is just gross. And it's a wonder why I have so many lower extremity injuries, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you're was the one at Texas Tech when I was full speed and the dude clipped my shoelace and I, my helmet flew like 35 feet in the air. <laughs> I feel like I actually remember that. I remember seeing that play. Like, I like what, landed on what my What year neck. was that? It was Texas Tech. Uh, it was last season, I think. Was it last season? I like landed on my neck and like the force of like me landing on my neck when my helmet came off. My helmet was like compressed down, so whenever my head came out, it like slingshot itself in the air. It went so far. I wouldn't have found it. I got up and ran to the sideline. Xavier grabbed it. Hmm. Did you get to keep your helmet, by the way? I, I don't know what all you get to keep from the, from yeah. the team. Yeah, I got the uh, I have the Fiesta Bowl helmet. <laughs> Is that the same help like black helmet that you had all year? It's the same black one, yeah. But yeah, um, I think my favorite. So is okay, the- so so question: How many Iowa State players got a uh, custom molded helmet last year? I don't know because I know you got one for you got what? What did you say? Three for the Saints? Yeah, but they and just so pick, they just pick. So usually. I didn't get one because uh, you're not like a star player or whatever. Well, no, they want them to be worth their money. And so they put them on younger guys. So oh, I know, I know, da- I know David got one. Yeah. He had one his freshman year. That's what I'm saying. Like if you don't get it, you're like freshman year, maybe your sophomore year, then they won't give it to you because no, he got his, he didn't get his, his freshman year. Because I remember well, whatever it is. I was there for the. I don't think we. Had, we. I don't even think we had him his freshman year. Because I remember when he got his cut for the scan. It was the same year he got drafted. It was his junior year. Well, they because it that was probably the first year we ever got those. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Because I remember. They, I mean, they're relatively new, but oh yeah, um, yeah. But now that they've been out, they only give them to like freshmen and sophomores that play a lot because. They can, I mean, they're cussed. Like, once that player leaves, they're useless. So, um, they try to give them guys that have time left. I own a, I own a David Montgomery uh, helmet, by the way. <laughs> it's still sitting in Ames. What the fret? I, I would just wish that. I don't know if I'll ever get it back, but like, I'm the one that got a fucking David Montgomery custom molded helmet. <laughs> Don't ask me how. I, I love those Liberty Bowl helmets that they had. I think they only used them. Oh, once. dude, the fucking chrome red! Holy yeah. fuck, those were sick as hell. Oh yeah, you were on the team when the, you guys won the Liberty Bowl too, right? Yeah. And so you you <laughs> had two two no. bowl victories to your name. No, Dylan was a freshman in 2018 with two degrees. Now. I thought it was 2017, but so yeah, it was a 2017 season. 
It actually did. It technically <clears throat> did happen in 2017 because it happened on like the 31st or something. But um, yeah, those were sweet. <clears throat> I played good that game. That was like my coming out game. I mean, I played quite a bit that year, but uh, I played the best in that game for sure. That was such a that was such a fun game to watch. I remember like sitting at home watching that game, and my family was all like, "Why are we watching Iowa State?" And I'm like, "Because I want to see them win." <laughs> I, I have so I have one last question before you before you we wrap up here because it's getting close to midnight. So you were on the team in 2016, correct? You were there for yeah. the three win season for Campbell's first season. Yeah, I was redshirting, but yeah. I so I gotta ask because I saw last week I saw some highlights of the uh, the uh, 66 to 10 Texas Tech over or uh, Iowa State over Mahomes game. Yeah. Um. I gotta, and I real I saw that Jacob Park was the quarterback that game. Yeah, him and Joel were kind of splitting. Yeah. So, what was the quarterback situation like the first and second years you played? Because I then, you know, Park took that leave of absence, and then he, I don't know if he was dismissed or he just left the team in seventeen. Like, what was, what was, if you can give us some behind the scenes insight of how it all was going on, on and how it was working out. Well, so in twenty sixteen. So Joel Lanning had just played quarterback prior to, and he had played okay. And then, so going into 2016, uh, we we got Jacob Park, and they wanted to make Jacob Park work. And I don't think he was quite ready. Um, he struggled a little bit, like mentally, with some of the stuff. And then Joel. Uh, I mean, you guys know Joel, like he incredible athlete, maybe not the best quarterback in the world. So they were kind of like stuck between the two and they, they ended up, I mean, both of them played quarterback, which is weird for a power five program. Um, so they kind of split time to see, you know, who was hot, who wasn't. And it was kind of weird, um, it, which is, I know it was Campbell's first year so. There wasn't a ton of success expected anyways, but it's kind of hard for your team to get in, get in a groove when you're switching leaders like that. Um, then in 2017, they decided to just give Park the reins, and obviously we made Joel into a linebacker, which was kind of weird, but ended up, I mean, he's an All-American, so it worked out. Um, and then obviously the Texas debacle happened, Kyle takes over, uh, beats Oklahoma somehow, and Baker Mayfield. And then uh, it was kind of like that from 2016 all the way until Brock Purdy. Like, we never had a quarterback start the season as the starter and end the season as a starter until Brock. Yeah, in 2018. I forgot about Zach too. I forgot about uh, Zach Nolan. No, 2019. Brock was 2019 because 18. Oklahoma State game, first game. Yeah, half. no. It, so no, start the season as saying. a. Yeah, oh, start the season. Start okay. The season. Yeah, you're correct. You're because right. so, because Zeb started the season in 2018, and then Brock came in, yeah. literally not Kyle having completed a forward pass. Kyle Kemp started the season in 2018. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, 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 no. Kyle Kemp was injured to start 2018. We were promised. No. I swear to fucking God. I, sw- I swear to God. 
No, I, sw- I swear I'm not wrong. Iowa. No, I swear that was Zeb Noland. He no. got hurt against Iowa. Zeb's first start was Oklahoma the next week against Kyler. And then Oklahoma State the following week, Zeb got benched after the first drive. I'm looking this up. Keep talking, but I'm looking this up. Go ahead. So, uh, yeah, 2018, Kyle plays. I believe that was the year we went to three overtimes with UNL. Or maybe that was the year we got canceled against San Jose State. 18 was the year. So, whatever happened, week one. And then week two, the Iowa game. Uh, their D line ate us up, and Kyle ended up getting hurt. Zeb finished the game, but it was kind of already over at that point. Zeb was four for ten in that game. My ears. It was already. And then the next week, uh, our coach had told us, regardless of what happens, the first drive we're going to roll with Brock. The second drive, and then the rest is history. Oh yeah, you know you you you've. Like you've talked about this, yeah, I re- and it's I really funny because you were all story. like, you were like, yo, so this kid that has that we've never seen complete a forward pass in practice, yeah. Suddenly Campbell comes up to us, the tight ends, because for whatever reason he likes to talk to us, the tight ends, mm-hmm. and he goes, hey, if we don't score this first drive, we're going with Brock, and. You said that like I don't I don't know who you said looked at him and said are you sure, but you were all like yeah somebody looked at him and said are you sure, no that's what you want and he goes yeah if we don't score we're going to Brock. Yeah, it was just weird because he didn't even like practice with the ones ever. Like that was the first time he ever played with the starters was in the game. The guy he was on the scout team that week, so it was kind of wild. Uh, I just can't believe that, like, somebody that, like, and I, I, tr- I trust the fuck out of you. You said you had not seen him complete a forward pass. Like, yeah, you said that he, you had he, always seen it go behind him. Yeah, because he has little hands, and in practice I, all the time, his freshman year, he would try to throw the ball, and it would slip out, and it would just drop behind him all the time. I, as somebody who has little itty bitty lady hands, like, here's my face. Here's my hands. I got a tiny fucking head, man. All right. I got a little brain. Doesn't store a lot of information. All right. I got tiny hands. All right. My hands, I can confirm this, are bigger than Brock Purdy's. And college slash NFL footballs are fucking massive. Now the NFL, the. NFL ball is fucking huge. <laughs> They're so fucking big. Why are they so big? I don't know. I, what does it what, what does it help? The Iowa know. State ordered special balls for Brock. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we changed the type of football that we use when Brock no. was a starter. No. What? They're, uh-huh. like, they're like longer and a little skinnier. <laughs> yeah, we like we literally got all brand new footballs when he became the starter. <laughs> what? No! What the fuck? 
fuck? We gotta end on that. There's no way we can follow up that. Okay. Jason. There's no way. There's no way we could follow up on that. There's Jason, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, happy Veterans Day. Well, I mean, it's not Veterans Day anymore, but happy Veterans Day to all veterans out there. Thank you for your service. And, uh, um, <coughs> excuse me, I saw a tweet earlier from Dr. Jordan Tsai. Uh, much respect to Dr. Jordan Tsai. Happy <coughs> Veterans Day to you. But you make a very good point. Um, we need to support our veterans, too, uh, mentally, also. Uh, he's had a personal story about uh, friends that he's known that have taken their own life. So, happy Veterans Day to do. We, uh, they're given the... Uh, Given the climate of things and and people's opinions about the military and everything, you can say what you want, but still people. So happy Veterans Day to that. I guess that's my only thought. I don't really have any thoughts. I just have been super busy as shit. Dylan, any final thoughts? I don't have anything, man. I'm kind of exhausted. That's about it. <laughs> thoughts empty, no head. All right. Um. Wow. I I I don't know how many. Iowa State fans know some of the stuff that Dylan said. Um, the fucking football thing, Jesus fuck. Um, I do have one final question from the WRNL uh, Discord, though. Actually, for you, Dylan. Um, before I actually answer what, what I like to do in Ames, because I guess there's nothing cons- to do in Ames. Yeah, that was our consensus. There's nothing to do. You play but, football, like, and people drink beer and watch you play football, and that's pretty much it. I mean, do you have a, a like a? Do you do you have a favorite thing to do in Ames though? Not really. I mean, sleep. I like, it. I like Aunt Maz. Hang out with hang out with your friends. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. So here's a, here's a question that you probably are more likely to answer. Technically, it's two questions. Uh, how has New Orleans been treating you? And are you a fan of gumbo? So, New Orleans is... uh... Ignore price. (laughs) So, for people that have never been, you don't want to live here. You can visit here for probably a maximum of two days. And while you're visiting, be very cautious where you are and what's going on around you. It's not the safest place in the world. Not close. Um, have you have you booked a parade yet? No, I'm not. But no, you should book I a mean, parade. I, I I'm I'm not hating it. Um, we're it's 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 pretty cool place culturally. Um, it's humid as hell as you could imagine which sucks but more humid than iowa oh my god yeah there's below I, sea level you can't deny Iowa's pretty fucking humid no it's not not compared to new orleans dude, dude. I, I i i guess <laughs> i dude. guess nebraska. i guess i've lived in I... nebraska my entire life so my time in iowa i felt like i was fucking swimming most of the time well, because I, I like before I came down, I was like, man, I grew up in Arkansas. Like, I know what heat is. Like, I'm not worried about right. the heat. Arkansas is pretty dry. I, I, I got down here and I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, the problem is the humidity doesn't break. 
So I get like, it. yeah, yeah. At, at six a.m., it's a hundred percent humidity, and at eight a.m. and at twelve noon, and at four p.m. and at nine p.m. and at ten p.m. Like, there's not ever like a oh wow, it feels nice outside time. Like right now, in the middle of November we're starting to catch some days where it's like, Oh, it's nice out, but it's still like a little bit sticky, but it's, how's your, it's, how's your breaststroke? <laughs> it's all right, I guess, but Hey, I, then, I work, I work with a swimming coach. Do you want, do you want some tips? I can, no, I can, I can, I can let her know. <laughs> I'm all right. Let's wrap and up then, here. Uh, gumbo. I do. I do like gumbo, especially when you get to have like real gumbo down here. It's good. Oh, dude. I, I know that like Buzzard Billy's isn't real gumbo, but like holy fuck, gumbo's so good. I can't do the craw like I like the crawfish, but I'm not a bit like I'm kind of lazy when it comes to food, so mm. it's like a lot of work. Like I'd have to eat so many to like get full, and it's a lot of work. So I'm a big I'm a big Cajun fan, like food fan, and like a lot of that has to do with I I visited Haiti a few years uh, a few years ago. And so they had like, you know, French, French Creole and, you know, that kind of Cajun food. So then I got a taste of Creole and I was like, oh, fuck. All right. Creole food's so good. Creole food in America is so different than Creole food in Haiti. (laughs) Like gumbo doesn't exist in Haiti. I talked to them about gumbo and they were like, what the fuck's that? I was like, "Yo, gumbo, right?" And they oh, were like, "No." Nah. We got to we got to head out. We got to yeah, I know. Jason, Jason's out. tired. Jason's tired. He's tired of my shit. Um, my final thoughts for the night. Thank you, Dylan, for coming on the show. I had talked to you about coming on the show just in case Jason wasn't able to come on and then you were w- willing to come on as a guest regardless of uh Jason being on. I Genuinely appreciate that. Thank you for sending uh, for sending a uh, jersey. I think I have it back here, actually. Do I? Come on. Hello. Yes. Thank you. Yep. Sending a jersey. <laughs> Genuinely appreciate it. Fucking love you, brother. Happy birthday, old man. Uh, old old as shit. God, how are you not dead? Um, okay, okay. And <laughs> it's a joke, Jason. Calm down. I know it is. I know it is. <laughs> and he's only a year older than anything, us, so. And more than anything, make sure to check us out on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Amazon, Deezer. I don't care what the fuck you listen to podcasts on. We're on there. All right? I made sure of that shit. And with that, I've got one last thing to say. And that's simply roll clones. Roll credits. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thank you, Dylan, for being here also. Uh, We'll see you whenever we go live again. Bye-bye.